I'll come back. 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 end once and then saying it the normal way <laughs> so it's like i'm gonna put it on my feedy feet and then we're gonna be on the streamy streams and we're gonna we're gonna have the funny fun and that's something that you do and now i've started doing it too and i'm a little mad at you i admit you can do what Hello, i do and welcome to the barcasty cast where the bar <laughs> every single weeky week oh, oh so god <laughs> your bartender for this evening will be a non-pen cecil uh, that that one didn't even work. Enigmatic Otakiyu. I thought you were gonna call me Enigmi. <laughs> Rabby Rab. Woody what? Milk. Lewd. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Flutter Priest. Everything's garbage, but if there is one glimmer of light that we have in this world, it's our guest. You may know her from writing good stories. We have Fiora, or Fiora the Tank Girl. I, I refuse to admit that I have been writing good stories. I am prepared to be hit with newspapers over this. Well, I mean, if nothing else, it's hard to deny that you game like a motherfucker. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> For those who've never tuned in before, welcome to our community-driven podcast where you ask for the guests and ask the questions to make them miserable for two hours and everyone's happy. We'll catch up on old guests like Bill Newton, Sethisto, Nighty, Somber. If, if that's your deal, your Fallout Equestria deal, um, go check us out on iTunes, Google Play Music, YouTube, uh, Ponyville Live, all those places. Um, we accept money for charity, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, we're streaming live on Twitch right now, so if you have questions, the lovely non-pencil will be paying attention to the chat to relay your questions. Pencil, what's an example of questions you will not ask your guest? Well, honestly, we're not going to ask a lot of questions from the chat this time because you guys filled up the fucking thread. My God. So most of the questions are going to come from there. If you have a really dire, important question, please make sure it does not have to do with religion or politics or existential philosophy that would take hours to explain or, you know, where Fiora really lives and, you know, how to contact her and how to send her brownies in the mail that may or may not be brownies. Like, we're not going to do that. But I one... already go to the pharmacy and they give me brownies. Okay, so you're fine for brownies. I gotcha. Um, brownies? I'm sure they can be. So, <laughs> in the meantime, we do have one thing you guys can help out with in the chat, though, and that's with our drinking words. Anytime you hear us say explosions or fucks, you guys have a drink. But drink responsibly. Drink in moderation. Take sips, not shots. We don't want to send anyone to the hospital again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, here we are. Welcome, and Fiora's uh, lovely army as well, too. Let's ask Fiora some uncomfortable questions. Yee. So, let's start from the very tippy-top with an actual few actual interview questions. Fiora, who the heck are you? Tell us about yourself. So, um, I am Fiora the... 
I am Fiora, Fiora the Tank Girl, or Fiora the Science Pony. Uh, I've been to every single uh, My Little Pony convention in the United States this year as a community guest. Hell I, yeah! Damn! Wow! I do, I do research for fandoms on anime, 40k, and ponies, and I also sit on... I sit here on f- Saturday night, slowly getting more and more intoxicated while writing stories for people to read on fiction. It's a great time. But that's pretty much all the work I do is either science research video games or I'm sitting here writing fan fiction while slowly consuming enough whiskey to kill my liver. As long as you're doing it slowly. Very respectable work. Um, The next question is, um, how did you personally get into the fandom? Uh, I was invited to BabsCon as a professional actor to play Queen Quake. Never having watched an episode of the show or realizing the fandom existed. Really? I was invited. So my World of Tanks team a month before had dissolved finally um, after four and a half years in the Gold League. So I went from being a professional gamer to just a YouTuber. And someone on that team was a brony and knew that I had done acting in college to pay my college tuition as an actor on the acting troupe for University of Delaware. So they said, I know you're a professional actor. We need somebody to fill the shoes of a con mascot. And it happened to be the week of the year where I say yes to everything. Oh, my God. What the fuck, man? (laughs) So uh, two and a half months later, I'm I'm standing on stage in a giant red dress, slapping that person as hard as humanly possible. As it's supposed to look real. I didn't realize that it was supposed to look real. The whole audience thought it was real, and it was. Oh. (laughs) He deserved it. (laughs) Yay! Yay! Um, And then I got asked to do panels and stuff, so this is where I am now. All right, the next sort of question is, what would you consider your favorite part of the fandom? What keeps you here? The online community, the fan fiction, cons, music? What really keeps you cemented here? Um, I would say there's three things. One, uh, the vast majority of my friends are apparently bronies. Even the ones I knew before I joined the fandom are, they're apparently bronies. Two, um, I go, I go to anime conventions and comic cons and it's a completely different atmosphere from a pony con because when I leave an anime convention or a comic con, I'm exhausted. I like want to just go pass out. When I leave a pony convention, I'm crying and sad because I'm gonna miss those fuckers. <laughs> it's so true. So like, not that you cry, but just that's what it feels like. Just like the ability to to walk up and just talk to people at a pony convention versus at an anime convention where if you're not in that person's clique or that person hasn't come up and talked to you, you break some faux pas. And the last thing is, uh, I'm gonna be entirely honest. At present, this fandom technically pays half my bills. So leaving here would be bad. <laughs> yeah, you can't shoot this horse. <laughs> I mean, I hired three of this fandom's artists to help me make more stuff. You included. Yeah. Speaking of shooting horses, <laughs> what? if there's one thing that you could say to your followers or fans, what would it be? I will confirm that Nyota and Sunrise commit a war crime every time they go into a private room. That is all. Whoa. 
Oh, oh. Oh, my. Now it's trying to get controversial. Let's get serious. Who is best pony? Who is best pony? Um, you're all going to hate me. <laughs> uh, because my friends constantly call me Twiggles. I guess Twiggles. Aww. You know who Twiggles is? Twilight. You know who Twilight is? The Mary Sue. But of course. God damn it. <laughs> it begins. She's intelligent equine. So let's not act like you haven't done this before. Those are the safe questions. The real questions are out on Fem Fiction. We've got all sorts of questions from you guys, and fuck, you guys really filled the thread. We're going to do our yeah. best not, not to do doubles of any question that's been said before. So if we don't do every single question per se, sorry, but we're trying to keep it moving. So let's see what we can do. We're starting out with Terry the Human, who is now our three-week un, un, unbumped? Undisputed. Undisputed thread champion by being our first reply. <clears throat> question number one is what is your top three favorite stories on Fem Fiction? My top three favorite stories on Fem Fiction. Ooh. Let's see here. I'm going to go with the original Fallout Equestria by KitKat. Yeah. Uh, Anon Pencil's uh, boobs are for sexual. Why? Why? What? Why? I liked it. Don't <laughs> ask questions. Just assume. <laughs> Um, and there's an inspiration for one of my stories referred to as the Fall Necromancer. And I really enjoyed that one. And that is an inspiration for one of my stories that is apparently currently under review by Equestria Daily to be posted on their website. Fingers crossed for you, my person. And that actually leads really nicely into the next question. Uh, what was the inspiration for your OC? Um, a shitpost. What? I was at Nightmare Nights, uh, the last Nightmare Nights, and somebody asked me to sit down and play Fallout Equestria. This is where we discussed the Fallout Equestria game that is now become the fiction known as Dead Tree. Uh, and I was drawing up this character as just, I wanted something completely off the wall. Then when I presented it to my subscribers, they changed her color from white to green. <laughs> so you made Ariane first? Yeah, no, no, well, no, it was, uh, it was white with a, with a, with a red mane and an orange tail. They changed her to green with white hooves and, and white streaks in her mane and tail. And I went, I don't have an explanation for this, but whatever, we'll roll with it. So it's, it's their fault is what you're saying. It's, it's, it's all their fault. fault. It's entirely their fault that she is green and her cutie mark is their fault. Well, Wow. That's quite an inspiration, so to speak. So it's all their fault. They can only blame themselves, and I get to blame them all the time. Yay! Blaming people. The next question is, what is your favorite moment in your Fallout Equestria Dead Tree story? All I can say is that favorite moment is in the chapter currently being edited by Mr. Numbers. Ooh! Oh, so it's, it's time to get hype. Um, that is under edit by Mr. Numbers right now. The next chat, hold on, I can actually look this up because I finished it Wednesday night. 
before I went to bed. Uh, the next chapter is going to be long as hell because reasons, and it comes out to word count uh, 17,959 words. Jesus. Uh, and all of it, every single bit of it, none of it happened on the live stream. It was all in between game stuff. <clears throat> but my favorite moment's in there, and if you find it, just because you asked this question, whoever's watching this, if you figure out what my favorite moment is, and you remember, I will send you free shit. Oh, oh that's quite an offer. <laughs> Get excited. Get hype. Number four, what is your favorite ship from the show? Trixie and Starlight. It checks out. What's your least favorite ship from the show? The existence of Shining Armor. <laughs> right? I think Cadence would be so much better if she were single. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me? I'm pretty sure Shining Armor wouldn't exist without Cadence, so... Priest, are you, are you murdering Shining Armor just so you can smooth in on, a, in on Cadence? Speaking of number six... Who is best princess? <laughs> Who is best princess? Well, first off, it's none of your Alicorn OCs before any of you get excited. I think it's Luna. Oh. Because I'm going to post one thing that's going to explain this. And it's one of my favorite gifts of all time. Because I fully would expect that Luna would be the one who's, who's comes packing. Do, 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 do. Where's the thing? Where's the thing? Where's the thing? There it is. See, this is what I expect Luna to do when she's pissed at you. Oh, Tuesday. Oh dear. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I always expect Luna has the one with the, is the one with the gun. Like how that face got very sad after she shot it. I don't know why I like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, she's, and then... she's she's just like technology these days. I like it. Last but not least from Terry, what do you think of this train? When I see this train, the only thing I can think of right now is the fact that Breakfast Tea has a train docky. What? What? Uh, what, what, what? Okay, <laughs> at some point I will need to understand train docky and how that makes any fucking sense, but at the moment I, I just don't want to. It would be one thing if he was just selling dockies of a train, but no, I've been to his house. This guy, this pony merch vendor, has the train docky in a, with a pillow in it on his bed. And I just have uh, questions. Uh, so I see a train, that's all I see now, and I can't unsee it. It's, I'm, he must be training for something. Anyway, how how dare you make me think this with my own brain? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Sunbro for life now has questions. Could it be because it's the rape train? I'm sorry. Moving on. That My was God. really bad. That, that was really awful. Bad. I'm ashamed of you, but not as ashamed as I am of train docky, though. Way to, way to derail the conversation, Priest. I'm done. I'm <laughs> done with you, Enigma. I'm done. We're done. Never again. Let's move on. Sunbro for life has questions that aren't about things that we were talking about. What's your favorite video game you played recently? Please don't say Euro Train Simulator. Hey guys. Hey, hey My guys. My favorite game that I played recently is going to be 
Battlefleet Gothic Armada 2. Uh, and right behind that is apparently going to be... Uh, I can't say because I'm under NDA. Fuck. I can't even I acknowledge that that is in my Steam library. <laughs> Thank you, Obsidian, for letting me play that. I'm sorry, Obsidian, but I'm not going to reveal anything else about your game. You already got pissed on me at Twitter when I took a random shot in the dark and I was right. <clears throat> oh, shit. So... Fuck. I posted I posted a joke and I'm really ashamed. Number two. <laughs> I like your joke. Jesus Christ. Thank you. I'm so proud. What is your favorite boss fight? Um Lavas. From Chrono Trigger. Oh yeah. That's a really good one. I, I remember having to beat that as a 10-year-old, and it felt like it was a three-day-long slugfest, even though it was only, like, three hours. <laughs> You're so much good about Chrono Trigger. I, I remember the first time I beat it was two members of my party were went down as I told Chrono to use Confuse. Or no, I told him to use Luminaire. Two members of my party went down... And the one that's immune to magic regened at that exact moment, and I had a panic attack. And then the Luminaire actually killed it, and I'm like, did I win? Is it over? <laughs> oh, jeez. Alright, number three. Hi there, accepted Skeletor! The master of the universe into your heart! Ah. I'm sorry, but I have bones to pick with him. No! No! Got a heart on. No! No! They might be a little explosive. I'll have you next time, Fiora! Drink. Drink, please. (laughs) You're in Tiny Horseburg. What business do you start? Um... I hate to say this, I would probably be the one who starts the BDSM stall with bridles and uh, and and, and saddles, uh, reins and saddles and stuff, hoof wraps and bits, you know, girths. I like girth. <laughs> hey guys, that's that's a clip for you. That's a <laughs> priest wants the girth. <laughs> Number five. Do you even praise, bro? I can say that I do praise the sun, but but I occasionally forget to praise the actual sun. Fair enough. I forget to praise the sun a lot. Oh. Moostasm now has questions. He goes, whoa. Number one. Equestria. Vacation spot or permanent residence? I have to leave? Like right now? No, like Equestria. Oh. I have to leave? What? No. <laughs> you I'm don't have to. Out. Permanent residence, man. I, 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 don't, I don't care that everything in the world wants to murder us. I will gladly pick up sword and be like, bring it on. All right. Yeah, you pick up that sword and then you suck, you say, bring it on. It shatters in your arms. Do we need to tell that story? <laughs> Uh, 
Do we? Do, do we need to tell that story, Fee? Which story? Oh, God. The, the great sure. sword shattering? So at BabsCon this year, this was not supposed to happen. During rehearsal, the sword we had made for that year, um, the hilt broke. So we had to use the sword from last year. On stage, uh, during the actual final strike, like the fight was over, this was the last strike, I'm supposed to get disarmed and we're supposed to play our story beats. Instead of me dropping the sword and Golden Gates taking it, it shattered. And, and it was everyone's reaction on stage of utter shock and horror was 100% legitimate. The hotel security called the police because it was loud enough they thought someone had come in with a gun. <laughs> it was incredibly loud. From an audience perspective, too, it was great because the entire audience didn't know it wasn't supposed to do that because it was so spectacular. It looked like special effects. And so there's this earth-shattering crash, and from the audience... Ooh. <laughs> and backstage, I'm just shitting bricks because I'm like, oh my god, that wasn't supposed to happen. Oh my god, is she bleeding? Oh my god! So my reaction is to sit here and just number off real quick and go, Gabby's okay, Foxy's okay, hi Delancey Senpai, what the fuck are you still doing here? You're okay. <laughs> he like juggled okay. and was watching in like awe, like, oh. This is pretty you're good. Okay. You're okay, <laughs> you're okay, everybody seems okay. I look down at my hand and go, I'm going to need stitches, but we can finish this. So with my bloody hand that I'm now hiding from the audience, I do the motion for continue. And the next three minutes on stage is pure improv. The next panel was delayed by half an hour because we had to bring out a steam cleaner to clean my blood off the stage. And I'm sitting there on the side of the stage. And for the rest of the con, I have a red hand wrap around my right hand because it matches the color of the dress and no one will notice that I'm injured. <laughs> that was not supposed to happen. Never. It was beautiful. It was. It was pretty fucking cool when you didn't know what was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Number two, while we wait for the chat to post the link, um, timeline shenanigans. You must replace one piece of, piece of actual classical literature with one of your stories. How has history changed by this awesome? Um, hmm. That's hard. But I know which one I would do. Go on. I would replace A Midsummer Night's Dream Ooh. with Curse of Silence. What? And history would be changed by this because Shakespeare's personal little fan avatar of Puck would now be a Kieran trying to remember the joy of love and laughter for an entire hour. Hmm. Huh. I need to go read this now. I think, like, I think somewhere around the world, someone with, like, a Shakespeare degree actually shivered. <laughs> Only if they know the story. Moving on to Tony Montana. Three times here. Do you actually like us or something? I mean, I don't know. I might like you guys. And I only count two, because one of them I was just being Queen Quake. It's true. There is a difference between the character and the person. 
At least I try to make that possible. I no, mean, you do a good job. I might like you guys, and it's been 14 months since I've been on here. I it's might true. like you guys. Maybe a little, or is it just me? I mean, you are incredibly hot, and I'm glad that oh. Flutter put and I'm glad that Flutter put a ring on it. Um, he has not, and did not. <laughs> really? No, dude. I, I, I have a husband and a Flutter priest and uh, and an Australian. So now I feel weird and awkward, and I apologize. It's okay. okay. That mistake has been made like three times this week. So there you go. You thought he was married. You guys are so convincing, then. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's because we fight. Oh, we do. No, I thought it's because you guys fucked. <laughs> I love you, Patsy. Love you too. All right, number two. How did it feel acting in something Enigma wrote the script for? I felt weird because I couldn't shit on Enigma because he did a good job. You well, that and we had it secret until the very last moment. Yeah, but I couldn't shit on you for it, because you did a good job. I felt weird that I was like, I have to rehire you now. Yura, did I tell you that during during the the opening ceremony, I leaned into Priest, and he didn't, this was back when he still didn't know I was the writer, and I leaned into a priest, and I said, hey, it's pretty good, isn't it? He was like, yeah. <laughs> no, what I said specifically is, yeah, Horizon does a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. We started on Somber because him and I could have a debate for hours about why he's terrible and why I'm bad too. <laughs> well, I was talking about Horizon the Writer, but anyway. oh, okay, never mind. It's all good. It's all good. He used to. I think I thought he did it before Enigma did it, or at least he said he did. Anyway, number three. What drew you to fall out of Equestria? I like tabletop games, and I was like, wait. So I get to take ponies and then cause explosions and mass violence with them. <laughs> I'm kind of okay with this. All right. Drinking. And um, why is Tropico so much fun? Tropico is so much fun because you get to be an egotistical maniac with no repercussions. Legit. Also, cool. I constantly tell my military just to run around and kill people. Isn't that what militaries do, though? Yeah, but it's my own people. Kill people in explosions? Drink again! <sighs> Alright, now it's time for Hetty to join Smash. He starts by cracking their knuckles. Hey, Fee, it's been nearly 18 months since you started posting Tread Lightly. What do you... Uh, pardon me. Whoa. What was that? <laughs> That was that was a burp that came out very forcefully. I could tell. It's been nearly what? 18 months since you started posting Tread Lightly. What did you think have improved the most about your writing in that time? And what do you think is your worst habit in writing? So first off, you mentioned the worst story I ever wrote, Hattie. Fuck you. Uh, second, uh, the thing I think I has improved the most is I can go back and read something and realize where I fucked up without having to have an editor necessarily point it out half the time. The worst habit I have is the fact that I still have that academic training that makes me write in passive voice that I keep having to slap myself for. Because understand, when you write papers in academia, you have to use passive voice because you have to make assertions based on referencing research. So you constantly are 
writing in a passive manner. I'm going to disagree with you. 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 Fine. Which part? You are, you are not allowed to use passive voice in scientific academic papers in psychology. That's fair. Yeah, they don't let you, trust me. A lot of times, however, when you're trying to prove a theory that doesn't have a lot of physical evidence but is anecdotal or opinionated or subjective evidence, you have to use passive voice. I, I can believe that. I just, I just know that I got my hand slapped so many times for saying, it is known, comment, by who? Scientists have found. Okay, that's better. <laughs> like, God, I got my hand slapped so many times for that shit. I almost didn't pass my technical writing class. Thank Are you sure? On a, yeah, no, because of passive voice. It luckily was on a curve, and I got a C. And C equals degree! Anyway. Whereas Fee, like, is a boss about it, apparently. Are you a boss about it, Fee? I mean, I have some published academic papers. Then Fee is a boss. Period. But, but I would never go back to that sphere if I can help it, because I hate the politics of it. Oh, really? Holy yeah. crap. Being a professor is like being a politician. Oof. Gross. Oof. Yeah. I, my condolences. I will back down and, like, bow to thee. That is rough. I'm sorry. All right. Next question, then. Um, how drunk did you get by the end of the Curse of the Silence stream? Uh, a writing stream. I missed it. So first off, I wrote that entire story in two hours on live stream. Second, by the end of it, uh, I'd had five shots of whiskey, three beers, and um, a swig of Kraken. Like, when I say a swig, I just had rum straight out of the bottle. Wow. like a party to me. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, well, I'm going to take over the next question. How much booze, on average, do you drink on a writing stream? Uh, I try to reserve drinking for only writing streams um, because I know that if I didn't, I would slowly become an alcoholic writing some of these science scripts. Uh, Imperium of Man, why do you have 113 ship classes? Uh, but Oof. as far as how much I drink on a writing stream on average, uh, usually it's about five or six shots and three to five beers within three hours. That's That's reasonable to me anyway. Um, the most I've ever drunk is uh, about half of a 750 bottle of whiskey, because that's all I had was the whiskey. Sweet Jesus. Girl, what you doing? <laughs> um, they tip, I drink. That's how that works. In fact, they're actually asking if they can do that right now, and we do not have a tip jar, really, that I know of, unfortunately. We've never set that up. I mean, I, I mean, off, but don't put it in there. <laughs> I mean, if you're on my Twitch channel, you see my tip jar. I have the OBS turned on for oh. later. So I will so get the notification. And yeah, I will yeah. probably pass the tips to their and I will probably donate the tips to their uh to their thing. So, oh, to a charity? Excellent. Yeah. Nice. Oh sweet. We'll talk about our charity a little uh later into the cast. But if that's the case, uh what you are what I'm hearing then is that you guys should donate on fees and that's that's how you do you have to open up two tabs or whatever you guys but i see th i think you should get ready for an influx of people asking us to drink 
one of hey. these days we should go through and actually like you know push the buttons and do that. But we'll get I'm there. I'm turn on my time. overhead speakers, and every time that I get a tip, we'll we'll, we'll get a notification. Oh Lord, here we fucking go! <laughs> hi, All hi, right. hi, this bag of hugs for five dollars. Oh, <clears throat> oh, oh, that's one, right? That that's one. Oh my God. Let's keep going. Oh, let's drink. Okay. <sighs> let's see. What's the most embarrassing thing you've done? When Nate has been armed, fighting until detonation. We're not going to get a chance to talk because this is just going to keep happening. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, drinking buddy. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I'm going to answer the question now. Uh, what is what is the most embarrassing thing you have done or have happened on a stream? Uh, I was still in the boarding house. It was my first year of grad school. Um, I had agreed to stream in a swimsuit. However, at the time, I had an old swimsuit that was fit for a B cup. Oh, a large C. Oh, so when I went to get up, my back flexed and snapped the the clasp outright, destroying it. Oh, oh no. So my immediate reaction was cover the camera with my hand before anybody sees nipple. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Lude. <laughs> oh so that is the God. most embarrassing thing I've had happen. That sucks so much. Um, about how new slash different between the Wednesday night FOE sessions and Fall Equestria Dead Tree as a player. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... What you see on live stream, first off, is every character and their own perspective and everything that Sunrise doesn't actually witness that's going on in the background. What you see on Dead Tree, on the actual story, uh, you see, I would say, out of 600, out of 265,000 words, plus the 17,000 I just wrote, uh, 174,000 of them are in live stream, which puts roughly just over 100,000 that are not on the stream at all. So if you don't read the story, you're missing out. If you don't watch the stream, you're missing out. But it's your choice. It's the difference in reading a Harry Potter book and watching a Harry Potter movie. You're going to get two different experiences of the same story. All right. Then, as a player, what is your biggest high moment in the Wednesday game and lowest low? My biggest high moment was actually getting to explain the chemical composition of various stuff in a donut shop that would result in you being able to mix C4. Mm -hmm. My lowest low was having to willingly agree to have my character shot in the head. I'll drink to that. <laughs> um, she got better. <laughs> That's good, at least. Can't let the game end. Um, what do you most wish you never did in the Wednesday session? Uh, deer in the headlights for a minute. I have this weird policy. The thing I wish I never did was uh, let Linzabi voice Twitty. What? <laughs> but I'm going to admit that if I went back, knowing what I know now, God damn it! 
If I went back knowing what I know now, I would do the same. Okay, there's a shot uh, action regardless. Fair I would enough. do this. I I still would take. I still would take the same action. I still regret doing it, but it would be the. I would still make him voice the. I would still make him voice twenty. All right. And the next question is, what do you first associate with? I'll post this whole list here so that way you have easy access to it. Um, Spitfire, Moon, Dreamcatcher, Fuck Your Couch, Pinky Plot, Base Explosions, Broken Window, Grandma Got Run Over by a Zebra, and Cinnamon Rolls. Uh, in order. Uh, Edgelord. I love him for being a dick. Cute. God damn it. <laughs> oh. Uh, Shanky with a mace. I don't need to know what Pinkie Pie's plot is made of. Please stop asking. Uh, Michael Bay's orgasm. Screaming. Hashtag real life. And why am I reminded of Sunrise's mom now? <laughs> okay. Uh, we already covered best pony. Uh, so how about worst pony and wild card pony? Blackjack. And wild card pony. Um... Starlight, because Starlight's the only one where Twilight held up a book and Starlight went, fuck books! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm sorry, that was golden. Um, then the next two questions are, interesting pony fiction, or have you favorited any fiction? You've already talked about three. Do you have any other standout stories you want to call out? Um... No, 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 no. Uh, the Knight's Friend by Wolf Salvo. One word. Oh yes, um, yes, yes. I. It's the only story with humans in Equestria I've ever liked. Which is weird to say because most of the time I just don't like the idea of humans in Equestria, and I read through that. Even like Adon pencils stories i still read and go i like the story i don't like the fact humans are in equestria it's the only time i haven't been been able to complain about it oh okay you can all be mad at me now no it's totally fine i mean it's only everything i write but it's okay fine Not i mean i don't exactly thumbs down everything you write oh it's okay <laughs> Um, let's see. We're going now to the other other guy who asks, how does this make you feel? This picture. No scroll down. I feel like this is an actual storyboard somewhere and it just got updated to make an actual, to make an episode of the show. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean... Which episode? So the second Sisterhood Social episode with Big Mac. That was a thing that happened. Yeah, I just I feel like that was the initial like 
I feel like somebody walked in, threw that picture down, and went, all right, so here's the concept for the episode, and it got greenlit. <laughs> Just throw money at it. Rundown Jet now has the next set of questions. Number one, what is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that's really unhealthy, but it's just so good? Donuts. Donuts. I will I will go to the grocery store, which doesn't have a which doesn't have a American bakery. They have a uh, they have a Latino bakery. And I'll get groceries. I will then go to another grocery store which has an actual bakery and get a dozen donuts. That's it. That's all I get from that store. Smart. That's what you call dedication. Number two, what is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? Um, all right, we're going to go with the biggest fear because I already did this one for Reviewer's Web two weeks ago. Um, the biggest fear I have is I have a little monster inside of me that I constantly suppress and have to double check all of my words to make sure I haven't let out. Um, and I'm scared to death that one day it's going to get out and I'm not going to realize it got out and someone's going to do something terrible in my because I asked them to. And so everything I say, everything I do, I take an extra second to process it and make sure that monster stays inside. You sound like me. <laughs> yeah, like that, that just hit in a very, very real place. So I'm going to stuff it back down. Number three. Why is bagged milk the best milk? Because it allows me to look up and say, fuck you, Canada. <laughs> Number four. What is your one annoying habit? So something you do that annoys people? Or the other way around. What do other people do that just, ah, you can't take it? Um... You know that guy or girl at a convention that just follows you around like a lost puppy? Oh, Maybe. God, we have one of those. We're not going to talk about that, but we do have one of those. And you really, really keep telling them, please go enjoy the convention. I'm not doing anything exciting, and I, I, need, a, I need a break for a minute. And sometimes they do, but a lot of the time they, they, it takes like the third or fourth encouragement to get just breathing space. Mm -hmm. yeah please don't be that person if someone says go do something else they're telling you I need breathing space come back in an hour so true um, number five what is the theme song for your sex life hello darkness my old friend <laughs> <laughs> by disturbed the disturbed version yeah, I will say theirs is the better version of any of the any of the ones I've heard. It's super epic. Mm. Number six. How would you describe yourself using only three words? Science explosions. Hang on. And Ponies and power armor? <laughs> <laughs> like it. I like it. If your entire life thus far was a movie, what would the title be of it? 
how to marry Sue real life. <clears throat> you check it out. <laughs> Just how big is your porn stash, number eight? So, I have a bachelor's degree in human sexuality from the University of Delaware. Hell yes. I have a portable three terabyte hard drive. The three terabyte hard drive is full. I don't hey. let anyone access. I don't let anyone access said three terabyte hard drive. And there are no duplicates on the three terabyte hard drive. So, is this the type of t uh, drive that you submit to a museum after you die, or is it the kind that needs to be uh, hit with a big old magnet? It has a note on it that says, if found, call this person. If they don't answer, please destroy me. <laughs> wow. Like, that's actually in text on the side of the drive, laminated. Jesus. I'm really hoping you don't accidentally put that label, like, on your dog's collar or something. <laughs> you went hard, man. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. And bonus... Are you an anime fan by anime fan by chance? If so, what are your favorites? Uh, I am an anime fan. My favorites uh, to date are ones that I've done science series on. So, uh, in order: Gundam, Agretzko, Ruby, and Dragon Ball. Agretzko nice. doing so good. I I, I actually just. So my last science video was the uh, was the was the science the psychology of Agretzko. Ooh, um, you know they're making a Christmas special. I know it comes out December twentieth. I'm 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 like I'm squeeing. I'm so excited. All right, we're going to Lone Trooper now. Who has some wonderful questions? I think I'll let Pencil do number nine. Number one. What is your favorite heartwarming experience at a convention, Fee? Um, I, the very first pony convention I was at, I still wasn't really a part of the fandom, but there was this kid sitting outside the, uh, the uh, meet and greet guest of honor dinner. He had a pass to go in, but because there were so many people in that room, he couldn't go in. He was too socially anxious. So what myself and the other actors did was we would go up to the guests of honor and just whisper in their ears, there's a kid outside. He's He's got too much social anxiety to come in here. Can you step outside for like two or three minutes and just talk to him? That kid got to shake the hands, get an autograph from, and spend time with just the guests and him in the green room by the end of the weekend that's so cool and i was that's... like okay i have to know what the heck this fandom is because i don't understand who would get paid thousands of dollars to voice act characters then come out here and do that that's so awesome number two what writing advice would you give to those of us starting out who would like to create their own stories publish books and this is, of course, not related to slash MLP or Fallout Equestria. Take a college writing 
uh, creative writing course if you can. Yes. Hire an editor. When I say hire, I mean pay them actual money. Yes. I hate to say that, but you're going to have to. That's yes. why I have two editors that I pay real money. Um, and three, when you hire your editors, make sure they're in, actually invested in your work so that they actually read the work as your fans do when they're editing. Then they can also, like, double-check you and make sure, like, hey, like, you realize you did this. Now you need to, like, not do this because it makes no sense. Yes. Um, as far as publishing goes, uh, you just have to, you're going to get told no a lot. Lord knows I've been told no by EQD like seven times. Um, but then the one time you get told yes, run with it as long as you can, such as traveling pony museum coming up to me at cider fest. Inky looks at me and goes, I want to publish your book. Excuse me. What? Wait, what? And then my next month of my life was emails with Bethesda and Hasbro to make it legal. That's so awesome. That's it. Next question. Number three, what attracted you to the Fallout Equestria universe? Uh, actually, I think we kind of covered that. We did. So it's, called, then... it's, called, it's called Pony. It's called Cute Pony Things and Violence. So number four, then, what motivates you to create content on multiple entertainment platforms such as YouTube, Twitch, and Fanfiction? Each has a different audience. And if one audience, like, doesn't respond necessarily to something that I create, but I can create it somewhere else where an audience will respond, then I go to there. Also, take into account that um, my YouTube channel is demonetized voluntarily. I get an email about every two or three days asking if I want to monetize this video, and I always say no. Um, so anything that's on my YouTube channel that has ads on it is because of copyrights, and I'm actually not getting paid for those. Uh, my Twitch, so everything I do at this point is purely fan-funded. So long as the fans want to fund the research, work, and effort that has to go into creating this stuff, I'm going to make it. That's, that's so cool. cool. So long as they want to see this creative part of me do stuff, I'll keep doing the thing that they want to see. Um, so for me, it's literally, I get to do my childhood dream of science and creative writing, which are the two things I was really into all through high, all since elementary through high school, is writing stories, reading stories, and just hard science. And so since I get to do those things, I'm literally living the the, the little fifth grader inside of me is now outside screaming, yay! <laughs> fifth grade me was dumb. He wanted to be a chef. No. <laughs> but speaking of fifth grade, number five, <clears throat> where would you like to see yourself in the next five to six years, both personally and professionally? Five to personally? six. Uh, I want to be in the same house as my fiance instead of across an ocean. Like that's that's the only life goal I have right now, personally, is same house as her. Period. I don't care where it is in the world, just so long as we live in the same house. Um, professionally, I honestly would like to be publishing another the next book and putting out a science video on the same day, and it be the last book. 
because I understand that I'm going to have to use all four volumes I was given permission for for this one story. So I want to do that, but we'll see. All right. Number six, actual number six, because I'm bad at speaking. What is your favorite video you've created to date on your channel? This might take a minute. Oh. I'm sorry, I have a lot of videos. Yes. Uh, I would have to say the one that has technically given me the most reward which is the uh, way back in the day uh, Armored Warfare was in alpha and I was allowed to make a video of it oh, by Obsidian so Entertainment cool. so because, of that, because of that video I also ended up with direct access to virtually every single developer on Obsidian Entertainment staff. That's so awesome. Because of that, uh, something like The Outer Worlds, the the trailer for it, I already knew that was in development and come and they were going to be showing it off at some point before the end of the year. So that has to be my favorite video because it just because since I created that video, it just keeps rewarding me with this developer who's like, you want to see something shiny? Here's a free game key. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel that. Yay, nepotism? Yay, nepotism. Speaking of nepotism, if you what the fuck? This is a this is a loaded question. This ain't gonna happen. Love you, Lone Trooper, but Number seven, if you had to become a new member of the Barcast crew, which member would you like to replace? Unless that member was either being removed because they did a major fuck-up or voluntarily leaving, none of you. What about Enigma? Hey, 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 hey. I, I, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the diversity hire. <laughs> now, hold on. Enigma, In you're Enigma's fired. defense. If we removed Enigma, everyone would beat me up. So, this Enigma, is I mean, please stay. <laughs> if, if you guys remove me, like, the only Mexican, and it's only white people, people are going to call racism, and I will write Um, excuse oh, me. Oh, oh, oh. We're pretty I, fucking diverse. We've, we've, we've got somebody of Hispanic. We, we've, we've got uh, somebody who's gay. We've got a female. Like, we're, we're doing okay. You got someone who's stupid. Me. And... <laughs> And no offense, Enigma, but I can say this about myself. I'm the goddamn tranny redskin here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just fucking said that! Oh my god. I'm only being racist against myself. I love you and I'll never repeat that you said that. <laughs> Don't you mean red shirt? No! Stop! Enigma! Enigma! Holy shit, this fucking question. Okay. You see, I don't mind lewd questions, but when you make your questions so convoluted that people have trouble keeping track of what you're asking, we have issues. This is this is too much. Number eight is too much. Um, there's like, there's so much. There's, okay. Let's see if I'm we can. I'm sorry, you, see tried, you, you tried to shoot for shock value with. I, I, I'm reading it. You tried to shoot for shock value with me. What do you not understand about I have a bachelor's degree in human sexuality from the University of Delaware? Yeah, it's hard it's hard to shock me. 
this is this is this is just plain and jaded and just raw shock value attempt that's just not going to work because part of that was having to watch a snuff film an actual oh, 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 I've done that. it's oh, not fun i did not like it it was I not didn't good. Either. i didn't either but we had to part of it was quote unquote analyzing psychological sexual disease <sighs> i do not like so, so you know what you can't shock me with that you gotta, you gotta, you gotta dive deeper. You gotta get to the point that with three words and a complete sentence, just those two things, you can bring me to tears, and then you've shocked me. Is is it no more booze? Don't you threaten my booze? Exactly. <laughs> no more I got <laughs> my my banoos. Please no. <laughs> so we're, I, I think what we're saying is. The answer to question eight is yes. Speaking of saying no, Pencil, would you like to take number nine? Oh, God. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Never going to turn around and hate you. Just as begin to sing next line, Princess Celestia, come at you and peep slap you, declaring we do not sing this speakable song in our great nation. If you ever speak another verse of those wretched lyrics, I will personally banish you to sun. Will you turn around and let her down or never give up? Make her understand. We'll tell her how you're feeling. So I have a question. When did Princess Celestia become from Stalingrad? <laughs> I don't know, man! You, you go to Gulag now, Fiora. <laughs> you go to Gulag. We have, nice time. we have nice time in Gulag, you and me. Fine, if I'm going to Gulag, I'm taking milk with me, because we'll have the gayest Gulag ever. We'll have a yeah. gay old time! Sorry. Jesus. So, Milk, what do you say? Gulag time? It's Boris time. Oh, God. Is that <laughs> Oh, what's next? By the way, if I've stepped over a line, you guys can slap me. It's fine. No! There's not a line anymore! Yeah, uh, fucking Rav is right. Not even close. It's not a gulag anymore. It's a gay log. It's a gay log! I'm done! I can't! The line is down the middle of Berlin. Okay, I'm going to add that to the story list. We Richard need to... and Soren go to gulag. Gay log. <laughs> Turn it into gay log. There we go. Okay. Okay. Later now. Speaking of gay log, we're halfway through the cast. Oh, here we go. Means... Sorry, before we start, what were you going to say, Rav? I wasn't going to say nothing. I was just laughing. Excellent. Good. Hey, Pencil. Hey, what? Did you know that we raise a lot of money? Or well, at least we try. Yeah, we try. For a movie star? A movie star? Yeah. His name is Big Mac. No way! Priest, that link isn't to a movie, it's to a visual ad. <laughs> Silence. Hey, Pencil. Hey, what? Did you know that we raised money for a porn star? What? <laughs> <laughs> we raised money for We raised money for rescue horses. Um, specifically Red Wings Horse Sanctuary in California. And adore, uh, the dog. The dog? <laughs> the horse that we sponsor's name is Big Mac. 
He's actually been featured in Equin Senior uh, advertisements for Purina Foods. Um, Which I posted a link to, and it's a giant ass, what the fuck am I looking at link, but good luck, I'm sure you can manage it. If you guys want to see an actual image of the horse that we sell, well, here. Um, okay. He, he is best dog, as you can clearly see. Big Mac best. is best dog. Um, he's done all sorts of really wonderful work, and uh, the actual sanctuary themselves helps uh, people, uh, young children with autism, uh, work on their social skills through horses. And, it's re and it helps them learn and all, all sorts of really amazing things. So if you really want to help support our cause, horse rescue, um, please consider donating to our Patreon. We have several tiers. You really don't get anything for them. We should do something. I, I, I've been saying I'm going to do something forever, and I probably will. I'm just dragging my feet on it because I'm an ass. But the money still goes to horses. It's true. And in addition, we also have some merch. Uh, it's out on in the link of our YouTube videos. Alex, go get it, please. Uh, if you want things like T-shirts or mugs or the other things that we sell, uh, all of that money goes directly to horses, too. We don't keep a dime of it. So thank you very much for the diversion. Um, please support our porn star, uh, food star. I don't know, man. And let's get back to the questions. He's an all-star. Get your show on. Get paid. All right. Questions now. No, I thought they did. Anyway, now it's time to get sad with Dark Angel. Okay. Um, number one. Are you truly happy with what you've done with your life? Um, well, if I said no, I would be lying. So, actually, kind of, yeah. I mean, Dreamcatcher sitting in the other room and could probably hear me now. Uh, <laughs> she makes the third... Uh, stray that I've taken in to try to make sure she gets a better life. And the ability to do that is sponsored by literally the work I do on YouTube and Fanfiction and uh, Twitch. I understand that I don't have a very large audience. But said audience is a cult. <laughs> Dear God, I don't know. I didn't realize I was a cult leader until this week. Um, but they're wonderful, wonderful people to hang out with. They're wonderful friends, those of them that are fr my friends. And on top of all of that, uh, I genuinely feel like the work I do is incredibly rewarding and worth my damn time. So, yeah, I'm happy with my life. The only unhappiness I have is the fact that I have to go to sleep every night and my fiancé is 2,833 miles from my house. Mm. Oof. That sucks. I'm sorry. Number two... But do you guys, do you guys brew some wonderful Kool-Aid though? Anyway, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about this later at Heaven's Gate number two. Oh my god! <laughs> do you regret anything? Yeah, I do. Um, there is there's a person who's no longer with us. Uh, his name is Short. And every time I get to rename stuff in a video game. Um, on live stream, I make sure one of the characters' names is short, because he'd gotten really kind of isolationist and 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 like I found him 
for um i found him in another stream talking about like killing himself and i wasn't sure if he was joking or what but because i've been trying to reach out to him for weeks i snapped at him i snapped at him hard two days later his dad came into my discord server and told me he killed himself I can't help but feel that me snapping at him was the wrong reaction and is the reason why. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna step aside and get get real for a moment if that's okay with you guys. Per permission granted. From permission you guys. granted. I know this is recent for you. Yeah. Pencil, and I'm sorry if it brought it back up. No, it's just it's just something I, I tell myself that I have to tell you as well. Uh, you absolutely can never blame yourself for someone killing themselves. That is an action that um, their, that their disease, because mental illness is an illness, make no mistake, that it is, is a decision that they and their mental illness have made together. That is something that they've done. And while I'm sure there are other ways that you could have helped, I'm sure that other things you could have done, you cannot put the blame for it on you. You cannot put the onus on you. Uh, you absolutely can't do that. So, uh, I'm, I'm as, much, as much as that feels really fucking awful to think about, you, you cannot allow yourself to think that someone else's suicide was on your hands. I just keep thinking if I hadn't snapped at him, then I might have pulled him back from the edge, but I also know, as you put it, that I can't blame myself, so it's... Mm -hmm. Well, and you can look at it, too, this way. It may not have been you. It could have been God knows what that mm -hmm. actually set him off. I mean, if he was to that point, if he was to that fucking point, anything could have set him off. And you can't put it on yourself to be a superhero. You can't put it on yourself to be a savior. You can't put it on yourself to be, you know, the the, the big bad hero who steps in and saves the day every time. Sometimes... You just can't do that. Sometimes you can't save someone. Not only that, so, but as like a survivor of suicide myself, um, even if there weren't like aiding factors around my attempt and certain things didn't quote unquote set me off, it may have just only delayed it a little while too. So it you you really can't you really can't blame yourself. It, it comes down to the decision of the person. It's it's themselves that makes that decision and makes that act. And um, um, I'm I'm gonna grab a quick phone number. If anyone who's listening mm -hmm. um, has trouble with mental illness or has thoughts, um, please consider calling this number. You are loved. Thank so, you. Yeah. Um, short is missed. And in all confession, uh, wondering sunrises character traits are kind of the idealized version of myself, which I will never be, nor claim to be. So the character I play on Wednesday night is the ideal character I would like to be. And yeah, she blames herself for everything that goes wrong. I admit that a psychologist has told me I have a savior complex that I have to deal with, and it's it eats at me a lot. It's one of the reasons why my apartment... Hey, you guys, you, you know I put up pictures when you guys 
tip certain amounts on the wall. Well, one of the reasons for that is to remind me that you guys think I do good work. And so I look around here. Um, there are 242 pictures on my wall. So, and every one of them is just kind of like a, I know where all of them came from. I know what all of them are. And every one of them is just kind of a little reminder that you're going to make a mistake. But it's okay, because here are the faces of all of the people and their stand-ins that are behind you. So, yeah, I, I know, and I'm sorry, and I'm ranting. and No, it's, it's totally fine. Actually, I'll... I'll, I'll tie it into another question that Dark Angel has. Um, I mean, we, we, we've kind of laid bare our souls here and, and talked a little bit about how everyone has really serious things going on in their life. Right? Everyone has real tough things that they have to deal with and live with on their conscience, on their mind. Uh, what do you do to keep yourself up and, and, and chipper? Like, what, how do you not let these little grains of rice around us weigh us down to the point that we can't keep walking. Um, I stare at artwork a lot. And it's, it's never artwork that makes me unhappy. And then I'm reminded that uh, I hate to say this, but Fucking Rocky of all things. Rocky. Like the last like the last movie, the 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 one where he tries to come back and prove that he's worth something. He has this speech where he explains that um life is earned. It it's not about how hard you can hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and get up. Because life will kick you down and just keep kicking you and keep you there. It's never about what you do back. It's about how long you can withstand it. And I'm just reminded that that giving up is... It won't reward me at all. So I eventually get up and tell myself that I've been kicked and I'm tired of it. So I'm going to start walking. I like and it. My way of blocking is reviewing a video game or I've basically turned my therapy into a job. Hmm. Which is a twisted sense of <laughs> I guess irony. If I'm using that correctly in this case. I like that. So to end Dark Angel's questions on a positive note, um, what is your favorite memory? Um, recent or just period? That's a good question. Um, you know, let's go, let's go with recent. What sticks in your mind and is the most clear? I, I went to BabsCon this year. And KLP came up to me and handed me a silly little 12-inch plushie. And I looked at it, 
and I realized it was my OC and it just took 10, 20 minutes to click in the back of my head. I then had to explain to him that the 20 I had ordered were all, all sold already and that people would be here collecting them today. And it came to this stark realization that I had created something that people genuinely wanted or needed in their lives for some reason. Whatever that reason is, I don't, I don't know. But it was this stark realization that I was no longer going to be struggling to pay my rent or put food on the table. And I could take in a stray and let them stay at my house for a little bit to clean their life up. And I just, it was like life suddenly made sense from a stupid little plushie. The original one of which, by the way, is still on my bed. I refuse to sell that one. That one is special. I have cried. Like at BabsCon on Thursday, I went up to the actor's room, sat down, and cried my eyes out into that plushie to the point the makeup artist had to come in, wash my face off, and redo all my makeup. Oh. Like, I cried my eyes out into that plushie, and it was just that realization that everything was going to be okay. Wonderful. Um, we're we're going to go now to RK Striker JK5, which has questions. What is your favorite non-MLP franchise? Warhammer 40k. Oh, that was quick, and not Fallout. That surprises yeah. literally nobody. all right uh have you ever done any fan content for a non-mlp franchise i have sat down this is a little shilling i'm sorry we have analyzed uh tank we've analyzed vehicles infantry and their weapons and aircraft for warhammer 40k with remlays who is also the guy who runs the youtube channel 40k theories um and this weekend, this freaking weekend, I am sitting down with him, and we are recording the first spaceship episode. Matter of fact, after the stream, I'm writing the last bits of the script. Nice. So it'll be the first, and, and that has been a grueling drag-out grind, because if anyone here knows anything about science, when things start approaching the speed of light, weird things happen. Oh, it's yes. so true. So I had to figure out what happens when you hurl a million ton object at 2% the speed of light. <laughs> Jeez. I am proud to say that I have to get that. I can't say who yet until the video comes out, but I'm proud to say that I have to give a NASA scientist credit for helping out. Nice. Wow. You're not going to go with Elon. <laughs> oh, no. God. Okay. We're just gonna, we're just, just gonna let that lie. <laughs> and we have four twenty on to the next question. Number three, what story are you proudest of? Uh, the one that Traveling Pony Museum is helping me publish. I figured it would be. I mean, I gotta be proud of the one that's being turned into a book. I gotta be proud of the one that made my racist grandmother go, you're getting published? I need to throw a party. <laughs> I do, but I have to throw a party. My granddaughter's being published. <laughs> nice. 
And now we're going to Alex underscore. Uh, number one's a bit of a repeat, so we'll go to number two. What's Fucking Alex, best? do better. What's the best Christmas song? Um, best Christmas song? I hate Christmas music. Oh. So I'm going to go with Winter Wrap-Up because then I know Christmas is over. That yeah. counts. That so counts. So there you go. All right. On a scale of Scrooge to Santa, how festive do you feel? Die hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, that's the holiday that's season is officially over for me when I watch when I watch uh, Kruger fall from Nakatomi Tower. R.I.P. Alan Rickman. <laughs> May he rest in spaghetti. Next question. Drinking Buddy now has questions! At Fiora, what is your favorite holiday episode? Is it Die Hard? Okay. So, we went over this on the very first episode of Reviewer's Web. Um, I suddenly had a reason to like Gallus. Why so? Because up until I didn't really like him at all, and then he revealed that he has the same Christmas I do. He doesn't know where he's going to be. Sometimes he's not with anyone. Uh, two years ago, I just live-streamed Christmas Day by myself. So I really can relate to the You don't know where you're going to be for Christmas. Because I never do. Um, and so I suddenly was like, I understand you as a character now. And I have a reason to relate to you. I just didn't turn into an asshole over it. Hi, everyone. We're going to dive deep into my psychology, pick my brain apart, and maybe put it back together. I fucking guess, man. Oh, I mean, shit. What's what's next on the on the feels train? Let's do it. What's the next thing? Explosions and books. Yay! We drink. Yay! Let's let's get to the next question. Let's see how deep it is. Uh, the next the question bottle is down to the. How many? Okay. I said my whiskey bottle is now down to the word wild. I'm proud of you. I'm Whoa. proud of you. Let's go balls deep. Go. Speaking of balls, Steve, how many achievements do you have by Drinking Buddies list? God. If you know off the top of your hand. Yeah, if it's, it's going to take us... This is, this is oh my God, holy shit. Yeah, Why do you have this list? If it's going to take us a while, we do not have time for that today. So... Like, this we most certainly do not have time for this. Pages. We most certainly do not have time for this today, guys. So no. on that note, we'll if we have time, we may touch back on it. But for next, we're going to Ryza, and we're rising up. No, back will you see? I don't know the rest. I obviously back to the top. Number okay, Sophie. What's Sophie? So what turned you from tanks all day every day to diversity to ponies to I'm going on a podcast three times. <laughs> 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 what did it? All you fuckers 
watching, okay? Because you were like, why don't you try this? Why don't you do that? Why don't you try this? And it just kept working, so I kept following your suggestions, and now I'm here. Don't make, don't be mean to Fee. She's easily impressionable. Hashtag yellow. <laughs> also, do you have a preferred writer on this site that you would not admit while sober? Uh, do I have a preferred writer? Well, I'm not quite sober anymore. Um, Shakespeareicles. What? What? Oh, what? What? Shakespeareicles. Shakespeare, please. Yeah, that one. I'm drunk. Sorry. It's okay. That's fine. We insist. We move on to the next question. Oh, I mean, God. I don't like that. I, I, I mean, you know, a girl's got to have some alone time, and he makes great porn. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Also, a nine pencil. Also, also, hold up. A nine pencil makes great porn too. So it depends on my mood. My porn is my porn is great. This is not a, if you're fapping on my porn. There's something wrong with you. Cheese sandwich. Next, I'm not going to say there's not anything wrong with you. <laughs> Next fucking question, please. Can you tell us a story? Is the next one. Okay, fine. Uh, Anon, pick a number between 1 and 93. 23. 23. One, two, oh. Ew. <laughs> oh, good. That's the one I chose. So, I got pulled over in Macon, Georgia, 4 a.m., by a dick. I spent, dick cop or dick? Dick cop. Okay. I spent, the, okay. I spent the night in jail because he didn't believe my driver's license was mine and quote my computers down. Holy fuck, man. I missed my doctor's appointment. I was ragingly pissed. I had to go back home. Not having seen my not having seen the endocrinologist I was on the way to see. And then I had to come back four months later. Because in the state of Georgia, you must go to court to pay your ticket. You have to stand in front of the judge, and he assigns the fine. So I stood in front of the judge and explained to him that over the course of the night, I had broken one drunk's arm, smashed another's teeth in, and permanently sterilized a third because they put me in the drunk tank with all the men because they could, thought they could until they had to call an ambulance for the second time, and then they moved me to my own cell. Jesus Christ. I explained how this officer treated me and everything. Now the punchline to this story is the judge leaning forward and in the most stereotypical southern accent you've ever heard ma'am that sounds absolutely atrocious and i have these officer reports that completely collaborate this story <laughs> so with the offending officer now standing next to me what can the great state of georgia possibly do <laughs> to amend this matter it sounds like georgia it sounds georgia half so i looked at him and i said pay all of the money that I wasted trying to go to the doctors, including the missed doctor's appointment fee, remove the ticket from my record, and his badge. Oh! <laughs> That's good! Done. I went, you misunderstand, Your Honor. I want his badge in my hand before I walk out the door. Out of fucking girl! That is my girl! Yes! So he slaps the gavel again, looks at the cop and goes, I'll take your gun, give her your badge. Do you have it still? Do you have it yes. still? 
It's in my desk. <laughs> girl, girl, bring that to the next con. I want to like with that. I I want to just toast you with that shit. Yes. Okay, I'll put it. In, I'll, I'll I'll put it in my private things and take it on the plane. Hopefully, the TSA doesn't ask if I'm a cop. That is a badge of honor. I well, am so proud of you. I'm well, so proud. You of have you. the paperwork, right? Yeah. The paperwork. <laughs> yeah. If you got the paperwork for that whole incident, bring it with you. They can't say shit. I want, I want to, I want to take like commemorative shots with that thing. I fuck. I gotta toast you for that shit. All, All right. right. The next question that I'm gonna grab is, which barcaster is best barcaster? The gayest one. Milk. Milk. <laughs> Are you excited for this one? He knows why. Milk. Why? <laughs> you know why? Because it's me. That's fair. You are you. All right, I'm going to tweak the next question for for my hiccup. Holy shit. I'm a mess today. Um, what is the best unofficial barcaster ship? So you guys remember Vegas, right? Yes. Oh, yes. There's Most a lot that happened there. Was... Yes! Oh, God, yes! I love this. <laughs> so the best unofficial ship I can think of is is milk senpai following enigma screaming why won't you drink me you just kept turning to me and freaking out i was like what's wrong with her <laughs> i have so funny i i still have to write that story <laughs> i just remember like i remember like i i i had in I had alcohol in my system at that point too. And finally, just like every single time I'd watch Milk like lean over to whisper something to you, I'd be like, be nice. Just <laughs> <laughs> to watch the horrified look. I had so much Jedi Kush in my system by then. Welcome <laughs> to the barcast. Be responsible. <laughs> um let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm gonna move to eighth. I now think that's, that's what the we last need to do. Question: We're just running low on time. We need to keep going. Um, would you please make airplane noises and talk dirty to me, please? Do you like my jet engine? <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. Dust Hoof has the next set of questions. Number one: You have so much on the go, which is great. How do you schedule it all? I work from the time I wake up till I go to bed every day. Literally. You have fun doing it, so. I have fun doing it. It's wonderful and rewarding, but from the time I work up, I wake up, God, I'm starting to feel the alcohol. Uh, from the time I wake up until the time I go to bed every single day, I am working. There's no, there's no down, there's almost no downtime. There's no real breaks. Uh, taking yesterday off is the first time I've had I've taken a day off in about eight months. Because the last time I took a day off was the day after was the day I got home from HRPC. Wow. So that's literally how I do it. I I'm either I'm either doing science research, live streaming, writing a story, editing a story, editing a script for a video coming out, or sleeping. You can even say, like, when you're at cons, you're kind of in a work mode because you're promoting your brand. 
it's not just promoting my brands when i'm at cons i'm actually like writing down stuff people are suggesting for research and when i'm sitting behind my vendor table on the laptop i'm actually doing the research work for my stuff when i'm just sitting there doing that and nobody's talking to me man that's devotion if i've heard it we still talk about if we should make business cards we're not making business cards next question um, British questions. What's your favorite biscuit? Um, I like ginger snaps because they remind me of my girlfriend. Aww, that's terrible. Next question. Well, because the, because because they're sweet at first, and then they're stupid spicy, and you go, when did when did I eat an Edgelord? Uh, number three, if you could take one MLP episode and rewrite it, what would it be and why? I would rewrite the episode where Trixie and Starlight become friends. So Starlight and Twilight and everyone realize that Trixie's in the middle of a live suicide attempt. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's kind of, kind of a little detail they glossed over. In the episode, yeah, like, definitely. Was but that what, was that what the whole shooting herself into the mouth of a manacore thing was? Like, definitely, monster? yes, definitely, she was yes. Definitely gonna kill herself. I mean, it was a little important. But anyway, but anyway, <laughs> talk about suicide enough for for a cat. Yes, please. Next, uh, number four. I keep asking this as I'm working on Luna Switched with Synthesis Basis. Which pony would you switch with, meaning you would live in their hooves for a day and they would be you? Celestia. Oh. I want to walk around and just be a living troll that everyone bows to for a day. <laughs> Shenanigans. Number five. As a fellow Fallout Equestria writer, how do you feel about other folks... Uh, writing about or discussing your characters, and would you feel excited or annoyed if they turned up in other stories? So I have to state this for legal reasons. Wondering Sunrise is on a public access show, along with all of the characters in which are included in my story. Therefore, she falls under the law of public domain. So long as you cite the story or live stream she is from, you can stick a million dicks in her, and I cannot protest. <laughs> she can't, either. But how does you it can make write, me feel? You can write, do a, it actually just makes me swell up with pride when I see fan art or something or or see a spin-off story or somebody asks, hey, can I do something with her? Because they like her enough to want to do work with her. But the fact of the matter is that at the end of the day, I have to just fully admit to all of you that even if I don't like what you do with her, I can't do anything about it legally because she's on a public access show and she falls under the laws of public domain and fair use. So go nuts. If you want to draw a picture of her literally surrounded by Pegasi while she's put up in stocks and banged her brains out, I cannot say a word. Number six. You, sounds kind of oh. hot. Oh. <laughs> Number six. Do you have a favorite artist? All hail trees. All hail trees. Yes. It's not that her art is necessarily my favorite art. She is on my staff, but it's just her personality when it comes to interacting with people is hilarious. And so the, the comment I agree with Babscon on 
is uh is is lost in the trees all hail trees hmm I like what you do, Ravage. I really do. And you do better artwork than she does, in my opinion. But the fact Ooh. that her personality wins me over. Well, See? damn! Oh, I, I know. I know. Believe me, I know. <laughs> I got a <laughs> personality. Next questions are from a new person. Yes. Uh, we're going to skip bonus questions and barcast circle jerky stuff because we're running shorter on time. We're only halfway through the list. Oh, my God. Bronze L. Number one. How has things changed for Fiora since the last interview? Um... I have a fem fiction following. I'm over 6,000 subscribers on my way to seven, and research has had to get a lot more detailed and in-depth for things. Sweet. Number two, how does it feel to have Wandering Sunrise be stalked about by the Fallout Equestria version of Pinkie Pie? I don't speak of, I don't speak of the pink. The pink traumatizes me on a regular basis. The pink... Just having to play a character who's having the Fallout Equestria version of Pinkie Pie constantly whisper in her head is traumatizing enough. Because every time I think to, I think to do something with this character, I have to think, would Pinkie say anything about this? Second side, 983 has some questions. Holy crap. Man, we're getting... We're getting oh, okay. okay. What? Wow. Uh, what would Sunrise do if Quick Stitch winds up sweeping with one of her children in his next life? What the fuck? Um, good job! Okay, next! No, what, what's their favorite piece? What's your favorite piece of fan art that you received in one of your characters? Um, I think it's the piece that got turned into an actual piece of art, which is Wondering Sunrise and her dad where her dad is on the side of the of the bridge of life and death that is death, and she's on the side of life, and they can't actually touch each other. Why, uh, why, is, it a, why is it a bridge and not like a prison visiting center? Because that seems more, <laughs> ac that seems more uh, accurate to me. That's fair. Number three. In all of the Dead Tree game, is there a particular moment that sticks out to you as the moment that you laugh the hardest? Alguasal having his hat taken and the only thing he can say to this to this griffin who's hitting on him so hard that you want to scream just fucker already is my hat! <laughs> Next question. If you could pick up any location for a future Fallout game, where would it be and why? Um... Griffinstone, I want everybody to be even angrier. <laughs> are they what? Angry? are they angry because they got the irradiated shits? So next question. So next question. So next yeah, question. I can I can think of probably like seventy six worst locations, but <laughs> what is your favorite desert? Oh, um, my favorite desert, the Sahara. Nice choice. Nice choice. I just like the idea of rolling sand dunes that go on forever that you can just stare into and realize mm. that you're staring into the void. Speaking, okay. of, speaking of staring into the void, what is your favorite desert alcohol? Uh, tequila? I knew you were going to do it too, and I couldn't stop you. Fucking <laughs> please. please. <laughs> What would happen if we found out the entire party was related to Sunrise? 
Everybody's got a little bit of incest. <laughs> Carrie says hi. <laughs> now it's time for questions with Vylon. It's time for questions with Vylon. How are you today? from a three-hour drive and I'm very drunk so I guess I'm good that got really hot yeah that was, <laughs> that was a little visceral there uh, next jammer has questions number one what's it like to write forest words well done and it's nothing that I really want to brag about <laughs> uh, I'm honestly reminded of Mrs. Big Head darling <sighs> Thank you very much. Number two. Oh, God. You were given 33 drinks of your choice every week. Would you give 90 a place to stay at or near your home? Uh, um, I don't know. Okay. It helps if I know who Nighty is, really. He's the ad head admin of Fin Fiction. Oh. Sure. I'd give him a place to stay at my home and I'd fund Fin Fiction for a month. <laughs> Yay! If you want to see our interview of Nighty, go check it out. It's on YouTube. All right. If you would hug. Okay, number three, favorite of ours. Would you hug Singpone? Kiss them goodnight? Tell them every little thing is going to be all right? And would you sing some carols with them? And of course. I, I I know what thing phone is. I have yes, one, you do. I have one requirement. What's that? Thing phone promises not to go full blown alien on me. Ooh. We'll see. We'll see. I will do all of that gladly, so long as I don't have to worry about waking up and realizing that thing phone is now xenomorph phone. That's like looking at a changeling and be like, "How dare you be yourself?" It's fair. Moving on. Number four. If you were to hug anyone on the barcast, why would it be Enigma? First off, I would hug all of you. Aw. Because Aww. I like all of you, and I consider all of you very good friends. Yeah. And I hope I haven't gone too far tonight now that I am at the point of Pegasus on this bottle. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. We, we still chugging along. Let's do it. And why would it be Enigma? Because I legitimately can't be mad at him for what he wrote for... for for BabsCon, I actually have to hug him and go, you actually did something right for once. <laughs> and then I have to slap him on the back of the head for every time he's done something wrong. Yeah! <laughs> Is there anyone you wish you could hug right now? Um, There's a list. <laughs> Isn't there always though? That's true. There's always a list. Uh, at the top of the list, I have to admit, right now would be Kichi and Lightning Bliss, who have uh, convinced Scorcher to put me in TF2 analysis. Yay! Cool. Now we're going to Mugany. He's Mug and Gani. His question is: Are you excited for Strike Five? Ogres are like onions. I don't um, want them. But <laughs> you go to the next question. 
The question is by General Grant. He wants me to ask Fiora if she's eaten today. Sophie, would you tell us the answer? I'm so proud of ourselves right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really ashamed, but yeah. Moonhoof made me eat before I left his house. Good. Next question. We can't top that. All right. No. Avarna has the next question. If Magic in Equestria is a living entity, what is its ultimate agenda? And are the main characters working for or against said agenda? First off, thank you, Bronze. <laughs> Second, um, I don't know what its actual agenda is, but to to elaborate on this, at Ciderfest last year, for the first time, I presented. Oh no, at TrotCon last year, it was TrotCon when I first presented this, and this is what Char made Charlie invite me to Ciderfest. Um, I presented a panel called uh, "The Magic of Equestria," where I proposed the theory that the magic itself was alive. And then we had the goddamn What Lies Beneath episode where I'm dancing up and down and going, it's alive, it's alive! Like some mad, like Frankenstein, the actual mad scientist. Uh, so I would say the main characters, regardless of what they do, so long as they use said magic, are benefiting its agenda. I don't know what its agenda actually is other than grow more powerful to stomp everything around it into, into dust. Okay. Bladed Rose is up next. Since we know what Sunrise's mom tastes like, I don't want to know. Does it run in the family? Oh, <laughs> oh I haven't been answered. I'm. You know what? No. no oh. No, no. I'll take that. Even if Pinkie Pie revealed what Sunrise's mom tastes like, here's my answer. Ask Nyota. Ooh. So ask the ask the one living pony who's tasted her, and I'll just leave it at that. Speaking of tasting, we already answered the next question of have you eaten today. So when everything comes to an end, what's Sunrise's plan for the future? Hey Ravage, you drew that picture already. Oh I did? Which one? Yeah, yeah, hold on. Uh, you already drew that one. Oh my. Remember this? I can click on the right window, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I have been informed by the GM that 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 is where that is where we're ending. Hmm. So I know where the ending is. I just don't know how we get there. Sweet. <laughs> then, Invisibroni comes up next. Has Fiora recently initiated a radio play version of her Dead Tree Studio RPG adventures where we can find these radio play and where can we find these radio play adaptations? First off, Invisibroni, you're a damn shilling whore. <laughs> Second, you can find them on his YouTube channel. Huh. It's almost like we've had Invisibroni before and he's a cool dude. Dun, dun, almost, dun. almost like he's just not enough of an asshole to say he's an asshole but he's kind of cool about it at the same time right von holtz now has the next set of question questions number exclamation point do you like writing yes 
I like writing so much that there's actually an original work sitting in my closet that was handwritten when I was 18 that I need to go through, rewrite, edit, and make good. Do the good. Speaking of good, number two, do you think you're a good writer? I abstain. You may throw newspapers at me. Number three. Actually, it's a very humble answer to give. Number three. How do you feel about your fan base? At times, I feel that they're a fan base that I could have never, ever thought would be entirely possible to have. And I love and adore them, and they are wonderful individuals. At other times, I feel like I'm leading a cult. You are. Face it. Welcome to the Barcast. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, Number four. Other than Sunrise, what is your favorite Fallout Equestrian character, and why pick from, and why pick from any fanfic stories? Oh, my favorite! I'm gonna catch so much. Oh my God, who the fuck? God damn, Drinking Buddy, what the fuck? The horses, thank you, Drinking Buddy. Oh, okay, that burns. Did that have a note? Did that have a note attached? Yep, join me, you bastards, is what I heard. I um, love it. Other than Sunrise, uh, everybody's gonna hate me for this. P twenty one from from Project Horizons is like one of the few things I feel that actually plays out the correct way from beginning to end. Not necessarily the correct way, but in a way that is satisfactory to the audience, and it is literally the one character that I just look at and go, why the fuck did you kill him? Number five. Why would you hug a shark? You could not get me to hug a shark under any conditions, even if you threatened a shark. Oh, poor sharks. I'm terrified of sharks, okay? Oh. Now we have a question from that guy no one likes. Guess what? I like what would you say is the key to your success? Last Honestly, um, insane amounts of work hours that I do combined with relentlessly shilling myself out to people combined with um, collaborations with other people who know what the fuck they're actually doing. Like, that's it. Honestly, those are the three things religiously showing that I'm doing stuff. It's really cool and interesting and getting people to sit down and actually see that it's cool and interesting. Um, like I'm about to do right now. Such so as the fact that I'm published. I'm getting published by Traveling Pony Museum. I'm paying half the publication fee. May I have permission to put the link in the chat? Yes, of course you have permission of to put course. the link in the chat. As long as you answer the, as long as you answer this next question. Slap me. Chilean has the next question. Uh, as someone who has only recently discovered your stories, how did Dead Tree start? I was sitting at Moon's house. I came to visit him after Nightmare Nights, and I sat with him, and I said, I need a long-term game. I need something interesting off the wall that no one else has. Your Fallout Equestria Dead Tree system is just that thing. I like it. I've reviewed it. It has quirks and problems, but every tabletop gaming system does. Do you want to run a tabletop game for me? 
And three hours later, we had hashed out all the details. I went home, and the next day, we announced character tryouts. The people playing all the different characters, which, by the way, one of the cool things about writing this story is I, a lot of the characters are, not, none of the characters actually, are characters I made. They're all played by real human beings first. And I think that's one of the things that makes it feel like an actual person would do what the characters are doing is because they're all actually played by real people. So that's how it started, is Moon and I got really drunk one night together, agreed to do it, and I became a sponsored streamer for their brand. Good shit, my, 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 I was gonna say my bitch, but that felt weird, so I stopped. <laughs> but, but if you asked me to be your bitch, I would get on hands and, I would get on hands and knees and pant. This I'm is getting weird! <laughs> this is getting weird! What's the next question, please? Go, 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 go! I'm her bitch. Next question. Oh, next question. <laughs> um, do you feel it's evolved in the way you expected? Did it exceed or miss any expectations along the way? Um, understand every time I make something, I shoot for the stars and hope I hit the sky. So as it missed expectations, I'm not as popular as Project Horizons yet. As it wow. exceeded expectations? That... Holy fuck, I'm getting published in a fiction. What the fuck is this shit? Why is Bethesda and Hasbro giving me letters to do this? I'm confused. That's so cool. Um, are you in... Do you interact with any other Fallout Equestria writers? So, whose opinion do you hold close? So, there are... Two Fallout Equestria writer discords I'm a part of. To answer whose opinion I hold close, um, that would be Saint Anon. And um, a, a, a person who I don't know their gender or anything named Dummy GCT. Because they took the time to read what I was doing and provide proofreading back and forth and still do it to this day. So as far as other Fallout Equestria writers, what they have to say kind of hits home when I fuck up. Or if I do something right and they say I've done it right, I believe them. Non-Fallout Equestria writers would be Von Holtz, because Von Holtz is a realist and is willing to come up to me and tell me, Fee, this is bad and you should feel bad and here's why. So All right. Good to hear you call out some wonderful name. Um, we're going to move on to Sleeping Pegasus because we've only got about 10 minutes left. Um, I don't know if anyone already asked this question multiple times, so I'm personally curious. I heard that you address yourself as a female. How did that come to be? That's a very personal question, and I'm going to get ahead of this and say that we typically do not take personal questions on this cast. Vera, do you want to field this one, or should we move on? I'm openly transgender on the internet. There is nothing that could possibly say to offend me. Okay. To field this one, um... I knew something was wrong since before high school. Um, I was beat by my dad for being wrong, for quote-unquote being wrong. And then when I finally was sitting in front of a psychologist at Fort Benning, doing my psychological exam for sniper school because I had qualified, and they had moved me over to sniper school. Um, and you have to take a shrink exam to be a sniper. Um, and he literally said, you're transgender. We have to kick you out of the military. 
And that jarring moment is when I started down this path and I have never looked back. And I'm proud of you for it. And to not belabor the point, I think that's where we'll leave it, but I'm proud of you. Yeah. We're proud to be behind you. Not just other wow. people. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. That was not in. Moving on. Number, number <laughs> nine. I have one response for you, Flutter Priest. We covered number two. Number three. <laughs> number three. Number four. What are your current feelings about the end of Generation 4 and the start of Gen 5 of My Little Pony? So Hasbro has recanted the, the Gen 5 rumor. We currently are completely unknown. I would like to see Season 10, but that's an unknown. I don't know what Gen 5 is going to be like, but I get the feeling it will be different enough that it will split the fandom, but at the same time will make the new people watching Gen 5 go back and watch Gen 4. Um, because it's being written by the same person who is considered Faust's protege. So if there is a Gen 5, I want to see what it's going to do. If we see Season 10, great. I'll throw a Season 10 party. Fantastic. I'll, I'll, I'll bring the chips. Speaking of chips, we're going to Mobile Sam, who asks, What am Ada? Future Vodka. Yes! Shakespeareacles comes out next. What? Shakespeare? <laughs> you said Shakespeare was coming out there, please. <laughs> What's the question, honey? <laughs> when will life sa sapphire bone daddy? What the fuck? Uh, um... I'm drunk enough to say this if she ever learns necromancy. Tin Man has the next question. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is your favorite headcanon? What is my favorite headcanon? Um, that Flurry Heart is not an alicorn, but is some mutant freak from hell that should be banned into the spawn of Tartarus. <laughs> Number two. Bug ponies or the gay deer? Gay deer. Get off. Gross. Number three. Bird ponies or bat ponies? I feel like this is a trap question. I'm obligated to answer bat ponies. Smart. Number four. Do you even the crotch boob? If they are of realistic size for a horse. So the little titties, the mosquito bite titties. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Number five. Why not the dragon boob? Ask Enigma. <laughs> yeah, Enigma! They're saying, why not? Well, I mean, if you look at Enigma, here's our example of why not. Yes! Oh! <laughs> Boom! Got him. And last but not least, how does... Jesus Christ, Milo. How does <laughs> this make you feel? Um... Uh... Um, you need to learn to French better. But but she loves Anon so much. She she's got like a weird. Have you ever been licked by a horse's tongue? It's very wet. She's got it's like, like a... the it's like the equivalent of soaking sandpaper in bleach and then running it across your hand. It's very wet. It's incredibly wet and uncomfortable, and it kind of sort of itches a little afterwards. 
It's, it's, like it's so wet. Celestia there's got this weird giraffe tongue thing going on. Oh, and another one from the thread. Akua asks, Smash Bros, but it's Fallout Equestria characters. I am reviewing that shit day one. I will do a 24-hour stream of this <laughs> shit, and I will promise you to hell that Sunrise will have a Mega Spell Bomb move. <laughs> because when in doubt, nuke it. Oh man, the roster on that would be crazy. <laughs> Agreed. <coughs> but that said, that's all the questions that we have out in the thread, and we are short on time. So to wrap this all off, um, Fiora, there are a ton of people out here that love you and care about you. And let's say they want to get in contact with you, ask you questions, send you some love, send you some fan art. Um, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? And what cool things do you have coming up that you can share with us? Uh, okay. Um, I have... A new short story that just came out called Curse of Silence, as well as another short story behind that called my, called The Ships Have Been Torpedoed. <laughs> um, it's literally a internal monologue of Cadence and how all of her ships don't work. Oh. 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 Um... I have, uh, uh, it's hard to think with this much alcohol. Uh, I have the 3K ship video that's being done on, we're recording it Sunday. It'll be out next week. And I have the next chapter of Fallout Extra Dead Tree. So get high for that. And that said, that is all the time that we have for this week. Um, Next week, we have a very special cast. Uh, Milk, do you want to talk about it? I'm really trying to do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, well, that's, that's kind of weird because it's your freaking boyfriend. We have Snowy B, and it's going to be a lot of fun. That's next. That's next week. No, I'm wrong. Fuck. That's what I thought. Like we, we don't know what we're doing. Fuck you guys. Snoo's gonna be on eventually, but next week something. <laughs> Snoo is a few is a few weeks. Um, next week we have B25, who took over the feature box and dominated from fiction for a short period of time. So let's get hype. Let's get excited. Oh my god, congrats to him for literally having five stories featured at once. <laughs> I think he's one of the first people to ever do that. But he broke anyway, it. He, he broke it. It's true. But until next time, everyone, your bartenders for this evening have been a non-pencil. Enigmatic Otaku. This has been Enigmi. Ravage. I swear I work. Milk. I didn't take a nap this time, but somebody gave me too much booze. Our <laughs> wonderful guest, Fiora. I'm drunk. And I'm a pile of garbage! See you next, See you next week. week! Bye, everyone!